So my friends, today on this Palm Sunday, we both commemorate Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem at the beginning of Holy Week, and as well, we read the Gospel uh, for the Sunday um, from the account of the Passion of our Lord. Uh, This year, we read Matthew's account. And just to briefly reflect, we're entering into Holy Week. This is the holiest week of the year, and I wrote a little bit about it in the bulletin, but this week should be different for us. Um, We actually, this year, uh, Lent and Holy Week and Passover and Ramadan all coincide. And so the way that um, those who are of the Jewish faith or the Muslim faith, the way that they live with real devotion, intensity, the times of their uh, holy days, we as well should be very attentive this week. We, we can't, um, you know, be subpar in how we observe it. This is, this is Holy Week. And so we should observe it in a real way starting today, uh, that we're entering into the most sacred time of the year. And we're going to walk this time with our Lord. And coming up with Holy Thursday, this upcoming Thursday night, and Good Friday, and then Holy Saturday in the Vigil, and Easter Sunday, just one week from today. Um, These are the days, the high point of our entire year. Reading today this gospel of the passion of our Lord. It is a central belief of our faith, not only that God became man for one of us, right? He became one of us and shared our humanity, but that this God, who is totally just and totally holy, who is our God, was put to death. That he was unjustly put to death. That the chief priest couldn't come up with a good uh, excuse, and so there were, there were lies and perjury. And then Pilate, should have, the governor, should have noticed this is an unjust, there's no real charge against this man. And he washes his hands of it. I want nothing to do with this. And lets the mob rule put this just man to death. This just man who is also God. And Jesus endures all of this. Death is the pain due to sin. That it's sin, on account of sin, we have death. Jesus, who never sinned, didn't need to die. He and Our Lady Immaculately Conceived were the only two that would never need to die. And even Mary's Immaculate Conception is just the down payment uh, foreseeing the merits of the death of Christ. Um, But Jesus is the only one who is totally holy in himself. And he chose. This God chose out of love for each one of us to die for us. God chose to die for each one of us. And and I usually bring this up at funerals because it's a beautiful, important point. Um, The way that Jesus died for us is so important. Because that we believe that Jesus, as God, saw and he knows everything, right? Jesus knows everything because he's God. So when he died for humanity, he didn't die for humanity generically. Just a crowd of people, right? I see a crowd of people in front of me. I know a good number of people's names, but, you know, there's still some there I don't. But it's a crowd. You're a crowd to me because I have a limited human intellect. Jesus didn't have the limits, that you or I have. So he didn't die for a crowd of people. He died for every single one of us individually. It means that on that day that we read about on the cross, 2,000 years ago, Jesus personally saw and knew each one of us. Right? He saw me. He saw me. 
He knew me. Jesus personally loved me and chose to die for me personally, out of love for me, knowing every single sin that I would commit in my entire life, Jesus chose to die to redeem those sins. Everyone by name, Jesus saw. He doesn't redeem us generically. He redeems us personally. Jesus is my personal Lord and Savior because from the cross, he saw every moment of my life. He knew me better than I know myself. And he chose out of love for me to die for me. And that's true for everyone here. Out of love for each one of us personally, by name, knowing every moment, knowing every fall, every mistake, everything about us, Jesus loved us and chose to die for each one of us. That's the God we believe in. That's the God that we worship. The God that loves me so much. We, our acts of worship are not us doing something for God because God is just a demanding, greedy, megalomaniac. No. When we, when we come to the Mass, even the word Eucharist, right? The, the Eucharist is thanksgiving. It's our thanksgiving. And ultimately our thanksgiving for the fact that we've been redeemed. That we, each one of us, thank you, Lord. Thank you. I want to say thank you again and again and again. Lord, thank you. You died for me personally. You chose to die for me personally. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I can't thank you enough. Without, without Jesus dying for me, I'd have nothing. Nothing at all. Each one of us would have no hope if we didn't have the death of the Son of God for our salvation. So Jesus, thank you. Thank you for that love to each one of us. And so that's today, as we reflect upon the passion of our Lord, as we reflect and we enter into this Holy Week, let's really consider, if we haven't thought about it before, if we haven't really spent time with it, that Jesus, God, my God, chose to personally die out of love for me. And he... That's the God that we worship. That's the God that we believe in. That's our Savior, Jesus Christ, who was crucified and died, and next week we'll celebrate rises from the dead for our salvation.